0: This morning I just want to really briefly carry on um, the Sermon on the Mount series we've been in, uh, which is, you know, you can find the sermon from Matthew 5 through 7, and it's really, uh, you know, a a playbook of what Jesus wants his people to look like living for his kingdom. So this morning we're in Matthew 6 uh, verses 19 through 21, so let me start by reading this. Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moths and vermin destroy and where thieves break in and steal but store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moths and vermin do not destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is there your heart will be also. So what are these treasures that we store up? What is Jesus talking about here? Well, when Jesus talks, uses the language of treasures in heaven, this is treasures in God. But actually in the Jewish tradition, you wouldn't say treasures in God because you'd be saying treasures in Yahweh. And they didn't use the word Yahweh because it was so holy. So how do we store up these treasures in God in the hope that is to come rather than on the earth? Well, I guess something that's useful to do is just figure out what what are those treasures that we might store up here that give us You know, lead us in temptation to pursue them too much, too hard. And the big ones in our culture is money or wealth and then possessions or things, materialism. Both of these have their issues and actually both of these have things that Jesus talks about a lot. Jesus talks about money quite a lot and we're going to visit a couple of those places this morning. But before we do that, I want to take you on a quick history lesson. Uh, and Now, some of you have immediately zoned out, as I've said that. What you'll come to realise about me is I'm a bit of a history buff, uh, but I try not to bore it, bore people with it too much. But if you asked Ash, my wife, to guess what i choose to watch on TV tonight, uh, she would probably guess correctly a documentary of some sort about history. But anyway, so I want to introduce you to somebody called Mansa Musa, who was the emperor of the Mali Empire from about 1300. 102 to 1332. They think they don't really know, but Mansa Musa. The reason I'm telling you about him is uh, he had, or uh, is widely believed to probably be the wealthiest man who ever lived. They think if you could make an equivalent thing to now as to what he would be worth, he would be worth 400 billion dollars. So Jeff Bezos, the current richest man on the earth. Uh, is worth $177 billion. So this guy's like two and a half, three times worth, you know, above that. But what is interesting about Mansa Musa in this context, the reason he came to mind when I was preparing this, for all of that wealth, we know so little about him that he is almost forgotten to us. In, in certainly in a Western context, in my schooling, Uh, You know, history, A-levels, stuff, he never even came up. Wasn't even a name that I'd heard of. So all of those treasures that he had, well, I guess the moths and the vermin destroyed and the thieves broke in, right? If we're to use that language. That that treasure became worth, he is a brilliant picture of the problem of storing up our wealth on earth and not in God. Now, I just quickly want to flick to Mark chapter 10 where Jesus talks to somebody about this sense of, this money issue, this storing of treasures on earth issue. And it says this in Mark chapter 10, verse 17. As Jesus started on his way, a man ran up to him and fell on his knees before him. Good teacher, he asked, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Why do you call me good? Jesus answered. No one is good except God alone. You know the commandments. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not give false testimony. You shall not defraud. Honor your father and mother. Teacher, he declared, all these things I've kept since I was a boy. Jesus looked at him and loved him. One thing you lack, he said. Go sell everything you have and give to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come follow me. At this the man's face fell. He went away sad because he had great wealth. Interestingly here, it would seem that Jesus' response to storing all this wealth is that in many ways to store treasure in heaven, we have to treat our money differently. Now this is... A challenge in our culture. You know, one of the things that really inspires me on the one hand, but really challenges me to my core, as you read about the early church in Acts chapter 2, is that they sold all their possessions so that nobody would go without. I mean, what a financial vision, right? an economic vision for for the followers of Jesus. So there's clearly something in money and wealth and greed and possessions that's a bit of an issue well i think it comes back to what jesus says in matthew 6 he says right at the end of the passage that we read for where your treasure is there your heart will be also see our heart is a problem to god because if our heart is not fully for him then he cannot fully uh, pour into us And Jesus talks about this, so the greatest commandment talk, where uh, a teacher of the law in Matthew 22 comes up to Jesus and says, what are the greatest commandments? Well, Jesus' response is, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul and with all your mind. And in Exodus chapter 20, when we look at the Ten Commandments, the first two commandments, do not have any of the gods before me and do not have any of the idols before me. This is all heart issues that, that God doesn't want to give ourselves away. So the problem with money and wealth and accumulating wealth is like so many false idols, they cannot fulfill the promise they give. So in our world, right, the the way our lives are formed around money and accumulating wealth, actually there's a, a sense that that treasure that we store up ultimately is doomed because the promise of scripture is new heaven, new earth, new life or provision for us all. Now, is there anything wrong with having lots of money? No. Is there anything terribly wrong with having lots of material stuff? I guess no. Yeah, actually, Jesus doesn't, isn't giving a command in lots of ways here. He's saying if you want a good life, do not store up treasure in heaven. Sorry, (laughs) do store up treasure in heaven, do not store it up on the earth. If you want uh, to live the good life, that's the way to do it. See, the story of so many rich people is they accumulated wealth and they realised that it was empty. And so, Howard, if you found this, you can get caught in this trap of if I could have just one more thing, this one thing would make me really happy, You know, the hot tub or I don't know what else, uh, the car, the different stuff. But when you get those things you realize that it cannot fulfill the promise that you hoped it would have if our treasure is anywhere but heaven like all that wealth of mansa Musa i talked about it's doomed its time is limited it is momentary and actually what is important is that we store a treasure in heaven And just as a bit of a challenge for this week, um, one of the ways we can see where we store up our treasure is to look at our bank statements. Uh, and I say that with as much fear for reviewing my own bank statements as anything else, right? Just being honest. And if we're to store up our treasure in heaven, then I think we should be marked with a radical generosity. Andy Crouch, who's a bit of a cultural commentator, a Christian guy, says, you know, if we want to live radical lives, two easy places to start, watch less TV and give away 10% of our income. (laughs) You know, give 10% to the church to meet the needs of the poor, to bless the people around us. It's actually an issue of when it comes to our hearts, what Jesus is saying is he wants 100% of us. And if we are giving too much of our time and energy to pursuing wealth and accumulation of wealth and stuff, rather than bringing those things to him and seeing what he would have us do. Then there is an issue with the heart. And those treasures will steal away our, our energy and our efforts from God and onto those things. And that's really what we want to avoid so this week just a, a challenge i know that that's not an easy talk and i've crammed it into like 10 minutes but just this week i would just come prayerfully to god and go father where am i at with this stuff would you speak to me would you show me maybe you want to ask some close trusted friends just their perception of you and how you are with money and stuff and just see what they say You know, there is no condemnation in this. There might be the Holy Spirit nudging you on certain things. But I think as we draw close to God, as we explore what it is to be formed into the image of Christ together, I think money and wealth and stuff for a lot of us is one where um, he just wants to make us more generous and more open to hearing his voice on those things and giving up, being willing to change some of our plans with that for him. But anyway, I'll leave it there.